In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Please be seated. Well, Merry Christmas to you all. You made it to church. Good job. I know how much effort it takes to get here, to get everything together, to actually keep on a schedule, to wait in line, and you've done it, good. You can rest for a minute. We are now here, it is Christmas Eve, and we're here to worship together. And I'm gonna start off this sermon by asking you why you are here. Why are you here? Why is it that you would put forth all this effort that you would come out on a cold day, that you would even sit here in the pews during a Cowboys game. Why is it that you all would be here tonight? My guess is that for most of us, maybe even all of us, the reason we're here, the true reason we are here reduces down to because someone wants us here. Someone has asked you to be here. Someone has influenced you in a real way to show up and to put forth this effort. Maybe it's a parent or a grandparent, maybe a spouse or a child or a friend or a neighbor, one way or the other. Someone has influenced you in some way, whether it was years back or it was 30 minutes ago, to get here tonight. Those relationships, they define us. Relationships are what really make us who we are. Christmas is all about those relationships. Christmas is all about family, either the ones we are born into or the ones that we choose. And Christmas is the opportunity to be with family, all the ones we wanna see and the other ones. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Christmas traditions and family traditions have been on my mind and I recently read an article that really spoke of a precious family tradition. And I wanna read a portion of that to you in the author's own words. She writes, every December 24th of my childhood, one of the first things I hear waking up was my grandmother's sing-song voice. And when she would see me, she would say, Christmas Eve gift. In my memories, she was always the first one awake. She would be rolling out biscuits or sectioning oranges for ambrosia in her zip-up housecoat and greeting each member of the family who wandered in the same way. Christmas Eve gift, Christmas Eve gift. And then one by one, we'd say it back, Christmas Eve gift. And then we'd eat breakfast and we'd go about the day. Now the whole rigmarole made no sense to us. The greeting didn't precede an actual gift, unfortunately, and my grandmother didn't pass out presents or even a cookie or even a kiss on the head, but it was consistently part of her Christmas Eve tradition. My grandmother died in 1999 and took the origins of Christmas Eve gift to her grave, as far as I can tell. If she ever explained the meaning behind our bizarre call and response, none of us remember. I've read through pages of odd Southern sayings, and this one is never among them. I've Googled it, and the ideas it returns is about unwrapping matching pajamas to wear together that night. Yet my mom, my sister, and I still text one another to this day to say Christmas Eve gift every single December 24th like complete weirdos. <laughs> Three years ago, I had a good Christmas day cry because my dad had just died and my grandmother's words returned with fresh meaning and I wondered, what if Christmas Eve is the real gift of the season? What if Christmas day was actually kinda the afterthought? What if I could let go of all the expectations I had about Christmas Day and instead hold on to the quiet anticipation of the night before to actually carry me through 
Christmas Eve is a gift. In some ways, even better than Christmas Day, isn't it? In my soul, I've always felt it. I may often have tears on Christmas morning because someone will be disappointed, because some dumb childhood hurt will resurface, because the stakes are too high, because I bought too much, because I bought too little, because it's messy, or because it's over. On Christmas Eve, though, the magic is still in the air. Whether that's from tracking Santa or lighting candles as the church goes dark. Even if the days leading up to it have been stressful with travel or shopping, Christmas Eve is when things finally slow down. That's where you and I are now. We have finally slowed down. We are here to find some peace, to find a bit of quiet, to feel God's presence in a very real way. Christmas is truly meaningful. It's got all kinds of profound theological truths behind it, but what's most important about Christmas is how it impacts the way we live. You see, the world out there outside these walls is trying to define us, define who we are against one another, when really I think most of us just want to be good. We don't want to be disagreeable or fight or ugly to one another. You and I, we actually want to be good. And it's time we focus on how to actually do that in the real world. You know, there will be so many distractions later tonight, tomorrow, and on and on over the next few days and weeks and months, but don't let those distractions distract you from being who you were made to be, getting in touch with who you actually want to be deep down. We are not meant to be defined in just two ways, left or right, or right or wrong, or good or bad, or in or out. We are far more complex, and we deserve more respect, and we are worthy to be loved. You see, what God is doing through Christ at Christmas is not meant to scare us, or make us feel guilty, or make us feel shame. God is not trying to put unnecessary hurdles in front of us to jump. No, what God is doing through Christ gives us an opportunity to actually, in the real world, in our own lives, be better. What we are doing here in this church is different than you might think. And now I'm going to talk to all of those of you who do not come every Sunday, because I'm thinking a few of you may not. What we do here in this church is actually different than you might expect. We are building a church in order to figure out our gifts and then to use those gifts to make the world a better place. Genuinely, we want to be useful. We want to make a real impact in the world. We're not here because we're afraid of God. We're not here even to try to get into heaven. We're here to actually bring heaven to earth now. We're looking for a purpose, all of us, and for those of us who have actually invested ourselves in this church, we've found that purpose. Have you found yours? Tonight, tonight is your invitation to seek again, to find God, to find your purpose. Tonight is your reminder that God's love for you overcomes anything you've ever done and will overcome anything you will do. You are worthy of that love. And so, grab the gift. Take the gift of that love. 
help one another to say no to what the world wants us to be, that pulls us away from the person we are created to be so that we can say yes to God, to God's love, to that perfect gift we receive tonight. Tonight is Christmas Eve. And that Christmas Eve is a true gift for each one of us. So don't let another year go by. Don't let another year go by. Instead, take God's gift now. God's gift of love will help you find your purpose because the world needs you. Merry Christmas. Amen.